Yes. Greetings, greetings, greetings. The last time I talked to you guys for the Kyle Duke hang, right, I was like, oh, I could feel the beginning of the crazies of spring. I, it felt like pre-spring. It was like technical spring, technical spring, and then all of a sudden it's definitely full-blown spring. So <clears throat> it's here. It's here. And exciting news for me. I released an album uh, on... April 5th, and that's pretty cool. Um, technical director Jason Wexler plays Keys. There's a bunch of cats. Basically, everybody I hang out with maybe has a, a small role in it. It's called A Little Bit Lower. And uh, so that's coming out. That's It's out. It's on Spotify. It's on Deezer. It's on all these, like, as you do this, you're like, who who listens to music on these things? You know, okay, Google Play, sure, droid dorks, right? And then you have, like, is it 50-50, like, iTunes versus Spotify? And then just, I, if anybody knew this, there's, like, eight other ones, like, oh, your album is live on. And I'm like, who the fuck is listening to music on those? I, I get YouTube. I get it. All right. So it's live pretty much everywhere because you pay DistroKid money and they do it for you. Well, I didn't do it. Jason made that decision, which is just funny. So that record is out there. It's called A Little Bit Lower. It's a culmination of a couple years. So that's cool. Releasing the record. Then like months ago, I was like, oh, man, I want to make a new. I have all these songs. I have tons of songs right now. And I was like, oh, you know, and I've been working with a live band that's like, Piano, it's like a or it's like a fusion trio with like an 80s rock drummer. It's fucking redonkulous. It felt it feels new and crazy to me. I'm like, this is like a fusion 80s, like it's like cock rock meets like heady intellectual, like fucking Medesky Martin Wood or something. That's an or a peach seltzer. Anyway, anyway. That I did a recording session Wednesday, Thursday, and then did like a symphonic gig. <laughs> In Burlington with Pete Francis, where I'm a jam band bass player, which is one of my favorite gigs. Because jam band bass player, you fucking get to plow people over. I'm in control of whatever. Like, maybe the drummer is in control of the time, but I will let you know what the harmony is. Even though the guitar player, can, it can be like a thing, but jam band bass, that's one of my favorite things. I'm really into jam band bass. So, that... Is that so? That was just all one weekend, and then the best part of that whole thing, Kelly, we're getting to you. Jesus Christ, how long is he going to go on? Is uh, I've now completed. I've gone to the weed store in Massachusetts. No, okay, I went in Colorado. First time I went to the weed store, my wife and I were at a wedding in Telluride, and like my first experience is what it would probably be like, like making love to an amazing. Lover as your first time, not two people be like, huh? Tell me, ride as the weed store. It was just like, she will take care of everything. You just chill, You're like, don't do anything. And it was literally a beautiful woman, like, showing us around. And then I ended up spending way too much money. And then I went to like the Apple Store joint in LA, right? Like, Med Men, probably. Some of you guys have been to Med Men or the whole Colorado. I've been to the other Colorado spots too. Medman, it's a little stereo. It's a little LA, a little too fucking cool for school. You're like, all right, dudes, 
I get it. You're fucking the coolest. Um, fake, fake LA bullshit. <laughs> Even though I like the product and the selection there, that was cool. And then we went to the mass one, like hanging out in Burlington. We were like, we got to stop in mass. And we went to, I think it was like Northampton, Southampton, East Hampton. I'm not really good with the directions. And we went to that one. It was like very government. Like, here's the fucking weed. You get this. But, still awesome that was really the highlight of the whole trip anyway guys let's get into the show it's getting a little crazy and then i got a little bogged down and work sort of technical directors like dude 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 you got to get these out faster bro you're so this kelly one kelly first of all kelly might be the most loved human i know kelly this is the truth you are i don't know any i've never heard anybody like i don't kelly everybody she's just pure radiates light and love and truth and is such the best person and professional and all of this stuff so kelly came back from australia so it was, uh, to me it was like the perfect recipe for the podcast is like when you haven't seen someone you know and you hang with but then you get to see them and put the mics on so it was ripe there is some edits in this so it'll be tightened up that was kelly that's all you kelly she took out her best stories i was like dude that was the Best fucking story in this whole thing. Uh, she's Australian. She sings with everybody. I, her list is ridiculous. In excess. Uh, the weekend, like literally every. I didn't even get my Kelly notes. Uh, I wonder. They're probably on a piece of paper somewhere in here. She's played with everybody. Um, she talks about it in the podcast. She's in all the coolest bands. She's the biggest pro, best singer, coolest, most badass. And always fucking brings it every gig, even a little gig. She's going to make you have the time of your life. I've... Hey, how's that do now? Time of my life. I don't really know that tune. Whenever that tune happens, I'm like, oh, oh, really? Whatever. Sorry. Sorry to people who love that tune. Anyway, Kelly Wolfgren, the goddess of New York City via, 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 from Australia. Clearly, I've been, I'm talking about my weed. It's like, a, it slows me down. I don't really smoke that much weed because it does make my brain dumber. It's just like you are always trying to grab for words. You're like a little kid playing baseball and you can never make contact with the ball. Like your brain is like, it's almost there. You can you see it? Just sw swing better. Sit the ball. Watch the ball. This is my brain. I was like, I can't fucking, I can't. What is the word? Who cares? This is Kelly Wolfgram. Enjoy this fresh track of her sweet, sweet voice with the sisters. And we will see you all so, so soon. That's right, guys. I'm back. Kelly. <clears throat> As I talk about openly talking about where I buy weed and then I can't remember the words and I'm telling you stories about how I can't remember the words because literally I was like, oh, the track is – and it's fucking loving cup, dude. Kelly, this was first of all a beautiful, perfect pick and an amazing pick because I'm a fish head and fish covers it. So you don't know how many times I've been like, excuse me, I just pop this track on and feel hella open to this. It's the Wolfgang Sisters. God damn it. Doing loving cup. Maybe you can just re listen to this section of the podcast on repeat because it's that fucking hot. Kelly Wolfman. Oh, my God. 
Also, one other thing. I'm back again. She makes me laugh so much that my laugh is awkward. I hope this gets very compressed because I'm laughing so much. So, Kelly, you're fucking hilarious. Love and Cup. The Wolfgren Sisters. Fuck yes.
Look, I got the mics on. I got you here. I got the ears. Come on. Oh my god, amazing! What beers as well? <laughs> I went to get dinner after work, and then yeah. it, I realized I was crusty and smelled like beer. So I had to go home and have a shower, and then I just ended up late. What? Wait. I had to what work. do you mean you were crusty? Well, because I was bartending. I wasn't teaching. I had to actually serve beer, so I was crusty. You don't like know that, that term? No, not like specifically related to beer. I see you drink these. I don't know if you like these. I love them. I, I see you order them, but I like usually with a shot of tequila, so that's why. I love them. <laughs> Sit down. I, I, I got the. I'm recording this now. I, I start. You've already said something fucking hilarious. <laughs> but so what? You just record your shit in here like this? Oh my god! I better take my earrings off. What do you? Where do you think? What do you? Yeah, motherfucker! Look at how dope this room is. I got hip hop surrounded. This is where all the hip hop is made in New York. I like that you're. You're not it. recording already. I'm totally. Recording. Yo, yeah, you're a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because which is left? Where's the L for the? Oh. oh, it doesn't fucking matter, does it? <laughs> no, we're just talking, dude. <laughs> this isn't like. This, look, just catch, catch like, a nice... I need my own special mix or anything. Yeah, like how... You know. You're just going to be like, can I get more of me? Can I get more? <laughs> more track. More track. Thanks. Ha! Ha! <laughs> Kelly, so what's up? Let's, I'm gonna how are here. you? I'm fucking so good. This is my favorite sound in the world. <laughs> oh, yum. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I am fucking good. I was not in Scotland or Australia. Where were you? You're in Westchester. Oh, teaching. Yeah. Yeah, I teach in Westchester. Like all the... Yeah, all the cool kids. Well, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> the cool kids were at your bar. I don't know about that today. I had to kick some strollers out. <laughs> you had to kick strollers out, Kelly? Look, I work at this place called The Gate. It's not even my, quote, bar. It's just this, it's this bar around the corner from my house. It's a local bar, and it's been there for 22 years. It's got no kitchen, like no kitchen, no Wi-Fi, no strollers. There's a sign on the door. But you can smoke and bring your dog on the patio. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I keep so more strollers out than drunk people. That's its fucking appeal is you can smoke on the patio. Mm, and bring your dog. And bring your dog. Mm-hmm. Dude, you can't smoke fucking anywhere in New York. I anymore. know. Is it just it's low key? Like, yeah, you're just, not going to say anything. People don't no, say it's just anything? been there for so long that it's allowed. Wow. They got grandfathered in somehow. So I just do the day shift. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, have a nice time. Slow season with singing. I just stand there and play some sick beats and pour beer. So I was a bit crusty. I had to go home, take a shower, and eat something. And here I am. Do you entertain the people the whole time, or are you just like doing your own thing? I know I talk to them. You're you're fucking so you have like a whole regular. I got my Monday crew. That yeah, they come in to see Kelly. That's what I'm saying. They're like, oh, Kelly's in. I'm gonna go to the bar. Yeah, they walk in. I got their drink in front of them before they've even sat down, and it's just, what's his name doing his laundry, and what's her name who just finished work, and someone else who just you know, whatever. And so who cares? It's a fine no. thing to do on a Monday day. It's an awesome thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine thing to do. Can uh, can I get one stroller kicking out story? Wait, there's literally a sign, and people bring a fucking stroller. There's a sign. There's a sign, dude. Yeah. And they're rolling in with their baby, and they're yeah. like, "Can I get a 
Bud Light and a shot of I, Jameson. I cut them off at the pass. Like <laughs> I walk out of the bar and meet them at the door and say, sorry, no strollers. you got to fold it up or leave it outside. So do they bring the kid in? You can bring the kid in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just—it's valuable real estate. These strollers are fucking huge. <laughs> they are because they have like. Oh. I just saw a stroller where it had the car seat was attached to the. Fo- I was like, this is too much stuff yeah. in one zone. Yeah, know? and they've got all their stuff and their shopping and all their shit in the bottom. And they're just stopping for a beer. Exactly. One beer for hours, and the baby's not drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just valuable real estate. <laughs> Oh! Oh my God! <laughs> All right, Kelly. Okay, guys, I have notes here. Okay, great. I'm gonna name drop for you for a little bit. I... All right, but uh-huh. can you just accept the compliment? <laughs> uh huh. I hope you're gonna edit all this shit out. No, this is the best part. This oh is the God. best shit already. Already. <laughs> you're like my. Favorite. All right. All right. I'm gonna name all the people you played with because. This is fucking unbelievable. Your list is... A, this is ridiculous, Kelly. The Weeknd. In excess. Rob Thomas. Jermaine Jackson. Sharon Jones. The Man at Work. Dude. The Knack. <laughs> Katrina and the Waves. Just the chick. Just Katrina. Irene Cara. Yeah. I'm just making sure I'm saying her name right. You were literally saying Jesse's Girl with Rick Springfield. I sure did. <laughs> X Factor. Motherfucker. <laughs> and then I like that you just throw your own band in because you guys are famous. You don't put it first or anything like it's in the mix. It's like, and the Wolf Groom Sisters. Oh, well, you know, in America, don't you think that Jesse's girl is far more impressive? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I, I was like, wait, what? You never talk about this, all these tunes. He's really nice. Is he nice? Is he yeah. the best? Yeah, he was really cool. What other tunes does he have? Like, what did well, you else do you do at the gig? It, yeah, it wasn't a full gig. It was a tour that I was doing in Australia, and they had a house band. And me and my sisters, the Wolfgram sisters, were the backing singers in the house band, so we sang for whoever was on the bill. So yeah. Rick, my mate Rick, was on it, and he did a couple of his other songs, but really it was Jesse's girl that brought the house down. And he starts with a big bunch of long stem red roses, yeah. holding above his head with his guitar, and then he goes, Fah! with the bunch of red roses, and the petals fly everywhere, and all the women scream, and it's amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> and is it like stadium rock? Does he? What is with stadiums? Yeah, yeah it's you're playing fun. like yeah, yeah, fucking huge rooms. I assume. Look, not Wembley, but decent sized rooms. Yeah. And it was a house band in Richmond, and so like. So, all right, here we go. Here's the real questions. Ready? Kelly Wolfgram. <laughs> <clears throat> Who's the musician in your family? Who's like your dad or your mom? Who Both. taught you how to do this? Both. You're just dyed in the wool diva. <laughs> <laughs> Both. They met when they were young and they used to do duets together. My dad played guitar and sang and my mom sang. She played piano in church and they used to do country duets together and uh, they met. And so, yeah. They got us all. My mother, so you don't my mother remember, is also one of three girls. So oh, they shit. used to sing harmonies together. So she thought, taught me and my two sisters to sing harmonies together. What? This I know. Generational shit? This yeah. Is like... I know. And piano lessons and all the things. You took piano lessons? Mm-hmm. From mom? From dad? From, from another teacher. From like a really strict classical Asian teacher, yeah. the cliche <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to play jazz and blues, and they made me do classical. Or I do love classical. 
I'm not saying you didn't, but you know, like this, the classic yeah. traditional story. Yeah. It's like mom and dad are rock and rollers, but they made us study classical because they never got to study classical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they knew that that was a good foundation. You yeah. Know? And then, but so, I just loved it. They didn't have to tell me to practice. Like, I actually really loved playing all that. And did you quit piano lessons? That's nope. the other, like, traditional part of the story. All the way. All the way? All the way. What does that mean? Like, did all the grades and all the things, and I got this thing called an associate diploma in classical piano, which is an Australian... Wait, college? Kind of, you like do it college? privately, but it's like a nationally recognised certificate, and you've got to go in front of an examinations board and play a bunch of works from different <laughs> styles. And this is separate from, from memory the and Yeah, separate. Yeah, yeah. It's just... And, <laughs> again, why don't you ever want to play keys on gigs? <laughs> oh, because... Oh, I'm just so used to playing by myself. <laughs> it's like someone said it's like the difference between masturbation and group sex. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know how to I don't know how to play keys in a band. How much I group know- sex are you having? I'm just just to like <laughs> to like None. You got like None. It's all masturbation. It's like let me work. All right. Like that's just a skill you got dialed. Like band playing is so much easier when you're by yourself. It's like so fucking stressful. I don't know. My left hand's getting in the way of the bass player. I don't know what to... Oh, I just... And, you know what? I don't want that thing in front of me. I just want to be up the front. Yeah, yeah. All right, I get it. You got you spoiled. Know? Yeah, yeah. You roll in ten minutes before You're... you get a beer. <laughs> exactly. You've set up my mic already. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> you're like, can I get more... Can I get more of me? Yeah. In the fucking... And yeah. less of you. But you're yeah. a rock star. You know what it's like. You no, get up the no front I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. No, I get it. And the other thing about keyboards too, dude. Now you got to get all the sounds. It's like fucking oh. playing keep uh, like a computer now, dude. Right? Like, yeah. I see motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm like, I got the exact sound off the record. I'm like, no one cares. No one cares. Yeah. I know. I don't care. I don't know about sounds. I don't know about gear. I just want to get my tambourine on the subway, and that's it. Yeah. No, I get it. Or in the no. tour bus. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> I want to have I'm someone else. <laughs> John. Oh, I forgot John Baptiste. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was just last summer. Yeah, that was fun. How was that? Yeah, super fun. I love playing with the Dap Kings so much. They're just so great. They just go, they count it in and it's just, huh? It's just there. You know? That's a band that's been playing together forever. So that it is... just sounds amazing, feels amazing. It's just, yeah. That was really good. Wait, so what is that band, though? That's... Well, that's Sharon Jones' band. Oh, and he. The key player in that band? Yeah, because Sharon passed away. So John Batiste, the musical director for Stephen Colbert, just for hired the them Colbert. as his backing band for a run of festivals last summer. Oh, yeah, God. and then the Dap Kings booked me to do backing vocals. Oh, can I just oh just drop a little name? All right, there? dude. Oh. This is why you're here. This is <laughs> Come on. So we did the Newport Festival in Rhode Island, September. Yeah, in Rhode Island. And John had a bunch of guests get up with him, Uh-oh. including Mavis Staples, which meant that I got to sing with Mavis Staples because that was just his guest, Mavis Staples of the Staples Singers. It was amazing. Did you, was it like an emotional yeah. moment? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah. Oh my God. It was like my voice and Mavis's voice are making vibrations in the air together. It was amazing. What tune? Um... Um, 
Freedom Highway was awesome. She, uh, Brandy Carlisle got up. I didn't get to sing with her She's though because she brought her own people. I have a whole bunch She's of like this. super hot right now. Everybody's all into her. Oh, amazing. She's badass. She's badass. And in the encore, she came over and just jumped on my mic and sang along with me while we we're all just singing with Mavis and Leon Bridges and everyone all together. <laughs> yeah, and she was Can probably like, those names holy up, fuck, that's <laughs> Kelly Wolfgram right there. Oh, my God. Like, she was probably thinking the same thing, dog. <laughs> that's super fun. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he had his own band. He does. He does, but for this thing that you were doing. Yeah. I got you. I think because it wasn't necessarily his original project, I don't know, but I don't know, maybe just for the style. They were jazz festivals and stuff. Maybe he just yeah. wanted... What does he does he like take melodica solos? Yeah, he does, right? Yeah. All right, cool. I uh, that's funny, man, because I like that's kind of like what part of well, he's like a piano player. Does he sing too? Yeah, he does just like sing his ass off, like yeah, Bobby McFerrin. His piano playing is the best, really. He he sings because he's a good musician, but he's a piano player, really, first yeah. and foremost. All right, and classical as well as all that New Orleans kind of stuff. Just like a shredder. Yeah, I saw. A band, and they just had like a melodica dude, and uh, <laughs> me and Debo were talking about how we should all, everyone in the band, get one, and then you just kind of all of a sudden bust out because it's like a whole look, like the way you hold it, like <laughs> up high, like you're fucking calling dolphins or something. You know what I mean? And then, right. Like, it has a really distinct sound. Mm-hmm. And yep, I feel like I've seen John Baptiste. Yeah, and you think you you could get a whole ensemble of players. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, what about well, like with, in a dueling kind of guitar solos kind of way? <laughs> yeah, like we just bust that shit out. What about at the wedding gigs and you fucking bust out a solo because you got piano chops and you got breath chops? You just right. be like, instead of giving the sax player or the guitar player a solo, you be like, right, and then you just whip that shit out and then you're like, what do I want? <laughs> No. I think I might do Kelly's that. Kelly's literally like... No, I think oh, I will. Like in the way that some singers will take scat solos. I'm yes. Like, hey, 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 no. I'm taking this one. Have you played a melodica? I have. They're really, <laughs> they're really spitty. <laughs> they're spitty? So I've never even played one, actually. So this is... I'm glad that we're talking about John Baptiste because I just... I just... We were like, dude, they're, and they're cheap. They're like... They, I'm going to fucking order a bunch of them. Okay, what's, what's cheaper? A recorder or a melodica? I have no idea. Probably a recorder, but a melodica wouldn't be that much more, would it? But I feel like a melodica could, like, cut through the microphone. Right. Just in a real practical... Right. <laughs> now, I'm really like, all right, look, look it's got to be a melodica, dog. But you know what? Like, <laughs> a, re- a recorder sounds like this. <laughs> do, do, yeah, it do. wouldn't, like, cut. Right. A melod- I think part of the reason a melodica cuts through is because it's always a bit out of tune. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's like a shittier version of an accordion, right? It's like a shitty... That's what I think of, like a shitty accordion. It's got like that kind of square, like nasally, like... It's got yeah. a shit. Yeah, and bagpipes. Don't fucking get me started. <laughs> All right. Bagpipes. Scotland. What's up, motherfucker? What were you doing there? It was a circus cabaret show. I do, I've done about thir- four seasons. Not about... Exactly four different seasons, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it's a it's a, like a adult circus kind of vaudeville thing, and they just does that mean to... burlesque? 
Yeah, but there'll be a magician and a sword swallower and a comedian and a fire breather and a burlesque dancer. And some of it's serious, some of it's funny, some of it's... But it's definitely adult because there's a lot of innuendo in in a burlesque way, not in a sleazy way. In a beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And so I'm in the band and we just sing for all the other, all the performers, which is a weird gig as well because, you know, your cues are like... Oh, go to letter T when fire breather breathes huge bomb into middle of room. You know, like it's just different, different kind of a thing. You're reading charts? Or like the band is reading? You're saying go to letter T, like rehearsal letter T. Okay, now you sing the chorus. Of kind of, yeah, because yeah. we're playing to them. And the musical director even wrote me tambourine charts, which is hilarious. Lucky I have that classical upbringing. <laughs> I can read <laughs> a rhythm chart. <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, not that I want to get too far off track, but do you? Uh, <laughs> you have two. You were reading two books: a tambo book and a lead vocal book. <laughs> Look, He's it like, helps that Kelly, I. Kelly, can... <laughs> you missed the sixteenth uh, notes on beat four of the tambo part. Well, they can be a bit like that sometimes, which is annoying. It's like, come on, dude, really? Is he like a Broadway dude? Sort of, which is more of a cabaret dude. Not so much with the rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. You know. But it's fun. It's good because because I can read. I can show up to rehearsal without really listening to anything and then read it and then figure it out and then learn it and then I don't have to read it anymore, you know. Mm. I'd rather learn singing stuff by listening anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. No, it's, but it's handy when you do sessions or things like that when you can read. Mm-hmm. Just because it means you don't have to practice that much beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> dude, if I could fucking what? If I could save that. No, that's a that's a quote. That's a quote. <laughs> Look, if you learn how to read this music, you won't actually have to play as much <laughs> in the future. Exactly. You're looking out for yourself in the future. I yeah. swear to god. Is that what you tell your students? No, but I have this student and I'm not going to say his full name. But he was he's like a kid who's brilliant. He got a perfect score on the SATs to fucking and he went to Ireland with his he plays oboe and guitar. He play, he's like a freak. And he he's like, Paul, I got a penny whistle. Today. This is literally <laughs> fucking today. Yeah. Irish penny whistle. I was like, how was Ireland? He busts out the penny whistle. <clears throat> and he goes, I learned how to play. My heart will go on. I was like, all right, what key, dude? He's like, G. And then we started playing it. And not he didn't do just the intro. Then we did a verse and then the chorus. And then I in the middle of the second verse, I was like, I was like, all right, all right, I got it. You can play it. Like, <laughs> I'm done listening to your to. fucking <laughs> penny whistle, dude. Like it's so shitty. It's How such a shitty sound. He's 14. Whoa. Yeah, he's a funny dude. You would think that that'd be the age where they're giving up music to go play soccer or something. But he no, he's picking up a penny. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's that's a funny thing that you said because he's he's never going to be good at soccer, right? Right. So, <laughs> right. So at least he's, he's going with his strength. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's the dude who's like he's going to get babes. He wants, yeah, he's going to get babes a different way, you know. Right, I don't right. think it's going to be a soccer like he's going to get done with soccer and rip off his shirt <laughs> and just have babes, you know, like. He's going to woo them with fucking 
<laughs> my heart will go on. <laughs> okay. So you teach guitar, right? And then every now and then they bring along something else. Yeah, I teach guitar and like songwriting, and he's actually switched his course to the songwriting thing, which really means he's looking for babes now. Right, right. Yeah, he's going to be like the John Mayer or something. Of no, not that cool. <sighs> no, not like that. Not like anybody you've worked with. Do you know that? <laughs> do you know that dude, Mac DeMarco? Do you know like that dude, Mm-mm. or who's like a dorky? He'd be like, who's like a, who's a hot dork? Musician. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That doesn't even really exist, right? Do hot dog guitarists exist? He's going to be like the brain. He's like, like the key- brain. Like hot dog keyboard players, maybe? Yes. Well, he's well, really not hot, though. He's really a keyboard player, though. <laughs> dude. They're hot. They're hot. There's a lot of keyboard Musicians players. Musicians are hot. Yeah. They are. See? Yeah. Like... I don't want to name any specific names right now, but if they didn't play, you'd be like, oh, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Even I'd be like, dude, you got to get out of here. You yeah. got to get a shower or fucking yeah. never come here again. Like, <laughs> now, here's my question to you. What? <laughs> Speaking of spitty instruments, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever, have you ever played that talk box, that spit tube? Once. Once? How did that go? You're not a fan? No. Does it even sound that cool? Like, I don't know. It sounds good in Bon Jovi songs. It sounds in, yeah, Bon Jovi and that Peter Frampton track, and then that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. That is a spitty instrument. Mm. I was wondering if that ever came into your teaching world, like the whistle. No. <laughs> no. No one does that anymore. No, no one does that. Because <laughs> you're on stage as a male, and you're like, with your mouth around a thing, and you're like... <laughs> You can't, dude, you can't be, maybe you, like a I woman, was a, visual a, on that, right? a female, as I fellatio my pink pen here, purple, as, like, maybe a female yeah. guitar player should take up that gig. you can see the gig. spit gurgling up and down the tube. No. Okay, great. Well, singing is spitty. I'm mm. just fucking spitting all over myself. Yeah. And into your microphone and, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I found mine, by the way. Remember I texted you and I said, I lost my microphone. Do you have it? No, I found it. Thank you. No, dog. That was your first sex. Yo, how are you? I'm back. Do you have my microphone? <laughs> Did I leave my shit with you? Because I got a gig like tonight. I bet it was like. <laughs> yeah, I found it. <laughs> Where was it? It rattles. It has your initials on it. That's all I remember. It was in the bag it was supposed to be in. It was exactly there. So, <laughs> so, all right, back to Scotland. You do the Sorry. Scottish gig. Is it like the the fucking grind, like eight shows a week? Like It was. It was like... Like two was, shows on Wednesday, two shows on Saturday, Sunday... Eight the, shows in six days. So two on Thursday, two on Saturday, and then a matinee on Sunday and Monday's off. And you go, I'm going to go and see that castle and I'm going to go to Glasgow and I'm do all these things. No way. You don't do anything. You're She's crushed. fucking tired. Yeah. And even though it's only... Two hours work. It's two 45-minute halves. It's just exhausting with the... Having to do it the same every night and the costume. And, you know, it's not like you can just go, oh, I don't feel good today. I'm just going to sing that that way. It's a different thing for me to have to do something a little bit theatrical. Yeah. You know, always be on, always do it the same. Dance and shit too? Oh, no. I just really just have to strut around in feathers and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a trained dancer though? No. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you pissing in my pocket? No, I'm 
fucking Australian phrase I don't understand. Are you <laughs> saying like no? I like no. I'm just asking. No. I was just asking. I was like, not like most. And I'm I I'm I'm just saying a lot of people yeah. take dance lessons as a little girl. I know. And boys, we don't. Like I wish I did. I know. I wish I did too. I if wish I had I was a boy, a I was like, dude, you're going to dance class. Yeah. What kind of dance class? Because you when think? you're fucking fifteen, you're gonna thank me, man. When the <laughs> dance comes, and you're just gonna be like fucking cutting rug and shit. I know. I wish I did. <clears throat> I don't even go out dancing. When people say, "Let's go out dance," let's go out dancing. No, I'm not doing that. She just did an American accent. I was gonna dancing. ask. Let's go dancing. <laughs> let's go dancing. <laughs> Hey, Cal, let's go out dancing. <laughs> and uh, what do you say? You're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, you dance, I'll be at the bar. I just don't, I don't understand going out and dancing. But I understand it if I'm playing or singing or something. Right? Do you go out dancing? Um, it, it, that's a funny question. If I'm drunk enough... Right. I will dance. Yep. All right? Yeah. Like, there's like a... Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? Like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, have I ever gone out dancing? <laughs> no. Yeah. Have I ended up dancing? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because you're hammered. Yeah. Michael Jackson comes on. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hear that. No, but no. Long story short, don't dance. All right. So, Kelly, when... I had I had a Halloween party at my house. Now I'm not even talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to the to the audience. And Kelly came. Michael Jackson was happening. Oh my god! On the acoustic piano too, dog. This wasn't even. There was no. You were like, you don't know the fucking bassline. I was like, I can't really. I don't know what is it like. And so there was a man there, and I've been waiting. No way! No, I'm, you weren't I'm playing. Ramshacking you. Well, I was trying to play the Thriller baseline, but I couldn't get it out. I couldn't even figure out Thriller in that moment. <laughs> I couldn't even, like, figure it out at that moment. I was like, well, carry it. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So there was a – he was on – I had him on my podcast. Anthony Palinsar, whatever. He's this really interesting dude. I have no way to describe him to you. He was at the party. He was a professional dancer in Japan, fucking in Greece, like Danny Zuko. Like his whole thing was dancing. And I remember watching you dance and be like, fucking Kelly can really fucking dance. And I knew you could really dance. And then I watched his face and he was watching you dance and he was just like, and he like fucking made eyes like, damn, this girl can dance. Like that oh, shit. You know what I mean? So I'm not pissing in your pocket. I'm just. <laughs> Act, I'm axing. Did you fucking study dance? Wow. Well, that's very nice of you to say. Look, I, now I, I'm I slightly embarrassed because I was dressed as Wayne as well. It must have looked like <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I was dressed as Wayne. You were Mike Myers just fucking tearing wow. it up, dog. Yeah. That was a good time. That was a great party. Well, because you were there. Because we had like 19 singers singing fucking Michael Jackson. Yeah. But I remember the first Halloween I hung out with you and you were dressed up as a basic bitch, <laughs> right? And then you did a whole gig on bass at Rockwood in Ugg boots and a wig. It was amazing. And you were John Oliver, and I didn't even know who John Oliver was yet. And you were like, I'm John Oliver. And I was like, who? What? Wow. You were wearing essentially no pants either. I was like, that's bold. You're probably going to be cold. 
Well, he had a he had a whole Glasses. episode on how to dress up as sexy John Oliver for Halloween. Oh my god, I didn't so even I catch just this did that. joke. Oh my yeah. god, I was wearing pants. No, you weren't. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You think whatever you want. <laughs> I was wearing pants. <laughs> you think whatever you want. No, you, you were wearing cut pants. that bit out. You know. <laughs> No way, dude. That's the best part. No, you're right. All right. That was a few years ago, dog. That was when our friends, dude, they were fucking, <laughs> they're like playing two acoustic guitars and cajon at the fucking Halloween show. That's so oh, funny to think about. Jezza and Deza. Yes. Yeah. What was that? 2014 or something? 13, 14? 13, 14, 15. 13, 14. Um, can like you do that. a South African accent? Yeah. <laughs> I've been here for six years. <laughs> I'd rather say nine years because they say nine. Nine years. Was that terrible? No, that was good. That was good. I was trying – when I was doing – a. You even texted me that one day when I did that stupid video and you were like, yo, that was a South African accent. I was trying to do like English. an English, an English accent. If I'm doing English with the tarot cards <laughs> and you see the cards and that's the fool. I think it's because you kept saying cards. 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 <laughs> cards. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Jesus Fuck. Christ. We're reminiscing here. Dude, All, right. Um, All right. You were in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And that's like and the then... intense show. You've done it for four years. Yeah, I did it last it, year. It's how just, did you get a gig in Scotland? Like, well, was it just a, the musical director? The musical director is Australian, so ah. he. I did uh, a season in Canberra, in Australia, a few years ago. Like Canberra, which is in the our north nation's capital. East. It's in. It's sort of in the middle, sort of between Melbourne and Sydney, sort of southish. No, I was way off. Huh? <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> in the north or the west. You can't live there. No, I said northeast. <laughs> Like yes. Gold Coast. Right, no, further south. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, I did a season there, and then they did another season in Scotland. So they just invite whoever's available at the time. The show is called La Clique, and they just put it together based on what acrobats and musicians they can get or whatever. And then I did, uh, I've done Scotland the last two years, and I did Brighton in May. And then this time they flew me back to Melbourne, so I got to see my family and hang out on the beach for a month and got to sing with my sisters again. Played with some old peeps in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, Kelly from New York's back. Oh, do you want to do a gig? Dude, yeah. That's. Did you get a... Everybody's like, come do the gig. Yeah, I was like, it's just me, you know. Oh, no, that's all right. The New York <laughs> thing. Just... The New York thing is hilarious. Come on. Kelly's back from New York. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it just holds so much weight. No. You know? Come on. <laughs> it's funny. I feel like it... it uh... Not that I'm Australian and go do gigs in Australia, but when you're, it feels like all of a sudden people are like expecting you to do some like crazy shit and you're just like, oh, st- we're doing Still, the same just thing. doing the it's, same shit we did six the, years ago. Yeah, same tunes, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know that one. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Do it anyway. That's cool. Like, But getting paid better. Yeah. Mm. In Australia? Mm. With yeah. your fucking Monopoly looking money. They exactly. give you that plastic shit. Exactly. Like, yeah. Does it, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna ask me about fucking kangaroos and koalas? And no, 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 I didn't ask. I just asked. I was making a joke about your fucking monopoly money. Yeah, Kelly, I was there. I told you, '94. I was there, and I remember being like holding the money and thinking, "This is the future of money." It had yeah. the hologram then. Yeah, that's right. And it had but Canada has that too. Canada's money is even more ridiculous, and it, it doesn't feel like 
it's like plastic. Like yeah. you can wash it and like yeah, fucking shave your legs with it. Like, well, and Great Britain has it. It's the euro. Everyone has this nice plastic money, except for America. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So did you go to the beach? <laughs> all the time. My mum lives near the beach. Wait, dog. Ninety degrees every day. I swam. Sweet Kelly, isn't Melbourne in the south? Yes. Isn't the water cold? Oh, yeah, a bit. Yeah. But right? I, after, like, so because let's I was be real. in January, after a full summer, it's warmed up by then. So it's like, this is what I'm understanding. I don't understand how you people in Melbourne talk about the beach culture like you do. Like, it's like, this is like. But every. It's not like you have super tropical zone. In Australia, and then you, you, even the Sydney beach. Like, what What are you guys talking about? We have the best beaches in the world, man. I'm not saying you don't have the best beaches, <laughs> but it's like, sounds like the water's cold. It's not that cold. It's all right. It's like It's wild 60 and degrees. refreshing and... It's what? <laughs> Hang on, wait. 60 degrees. Wait, what's that in Celsius? 15. 15, yes. No. 10? No, it's warmer than that. Is it, it's warm enough to just... Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it can be a bit bitey, but it's refreshing. It's lovely. Best beaches, really good. Oh, yeah, boy. it's just that you guys haven't like, what's the right word? Uh, like, you know, plasticky American <laughs> capitalistic. Like, fucking, your beaches are probably unmanicured, right? Yeah. There's like rocks and seaweed that isn't foliage. All fucking foliage. <laughs> you don't have fucking Nathan hot dogs like right on the boardwalk. No, there probably isn't even a boardwalk. No, there isn't a boardwalk. No, and it's all protected, and you know you can't go there certain times of year because certain birds are breeding and some <laughs> shit. Yeah, but they're beautiful and wild and well maintained and respected. Wait, what's Australia's stance on marijuana right now? Well, they could probably catch up, I think. Is that, it's like, no no weed? No, not really. I think in Adelaide, maybe you can. But no. Adelaide's the super progressive city? I know, weird. I know. And Adelaide's like in the middle. Everything's coastal. Everything is coastal, yeah. It has to be. It's a big desert in the middle. Yeah, it's a big desert. Yeah. Air's rock. A big fucking rock. You guys, well, look at this rock. In, that's the only thing in the middle. <laughs> yeah. but I think Come to this town. I think Australia really could catch up with that. You know, we're so progressive in so many other ways. Okay, Healthcare so no weed. and education. Healthcare? And, you, know, and I, you can go to college for free. Yeah, well, minim, minimum amounts. You know, like you're just paying for administration fees and stuff. Yeah. You're not paying for the actual... And everybody gets healthcare. Yeah. But you cannot drink and drive. You cannot fucking drink and drive. You cannot, but you can have open... (laughs) You can have one open beer. In the back seat. You can have open (laughs) cans of alcohol, just not in the front. (laughs) Dude, this is... is, Can you drink beers at the beach? Yes. Legally? Mm Mm-hmm. Not just Kelly being cool. Like, can you have... You... No. You're Kelly Walker and they're like, this is a fucking celebrity. Yeah. Because people are really respectful and they pick up all their rubbish after them and they take it. Like, it's not a problem. But there are so many other rules. Like, it just pissed me off being there last time. So many like, rules Some for weird water tax or something? Is this... Am I making that one up? No? Oh, uh, we pay for water. You pay for water? Yeah, utilities. Everything is really expensive. But we get paid a lot. So, it's relative, you know? Yeah. But... 
everything's taxed, but you get free healthcare. So it's just a different system. So what happens if you get a DWI? You go into jail? Like, <laughs> how does this work in this country that is like such this like grandiose drinking culture? It's just like, yeah, let's drink, but you can't drive. No, no, you can't. Oh, nothing. Oh, here's another. I'm not going to incriminate myself here. Here's, I'm going to have another beer. Would you like one, Kelly? Yes, please. Can you tell me this? <laughs> this is what I was thinking about, too. This one Australian guy I knew, his name, I don't know why I think I got to say people's names, but he, I remember him, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is the, uh, what is the, what is, what is like a, one of the national drinking holidays in Australia? Is there like, there's Australia Day. Which is bullshit, by the way. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I asked. No, no, it's a very contentious issue down there. Why? Because it's the date that the British landed in Botany Bay in Sydney and massacred all the Indigenous people. So it's not when we became a nation or Federation Day or any of that stuff. It's that day. So everyone's started calling it Invasion Day. Ah, so they're like actually uh, thinking, Columbus Day is right. in, in, Indigenous People's Day or something. Yeah, 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 so they're actually thinking of changing the date. So a lot of people don't even recognise that anymore. But, yeah, that's a drinking that's day. That's the day you go to the beach and drink. Well, uh, you can also do that on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> you can also do that. You were there for Christmas? No, I was in England for Christmas. Oh. But Australian Christmas is great because it's, you know, it's you summer. You go to the beach. You, you go to the beach, go to the beach, you make daiquiris and drink beers and have a, have a barbecue and, yeah, it's warm and delightful. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. So you're there for a month and then you playing gigs, seeing all your buddies, seeing your family, and then you fucking come back to New York in February. I know. Dude, that is, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it was you know, I live here now, so it was really nice to be home and back at my place. And yeah, and see your cats. See cats. my cat. T- cat. T- uh. <laughs> and everybody, yeah. And play with all you guys, you know. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're safe to be back. It was beautiful to be I don't know. It's a bit weird. I'm global, man. I've gone global. <laughs> no shit, dude. I know this. I know this about you. You go to Scotland. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's a funny country to have a gig. Whatever. Well, I had a um, customer today, Aussie guy, who was asking me, oh, ugh, there are so many Australians in New York now. He and said I, that or you were saying this? He did. And he goes, oh, hi, hi, how's it going? And, of course, we all start talking about how long have you been here? Where do you live? What visa are you on? Like it's the same conversation all the time. And they always say, oh, so how come, how come you're in New York? And I say, well, New York because it's awesome. And, oh, but what brought you here? And I had to, I just had to, I had to name drop to a customer while I was serving him a beer. I said, well, I was on tour with NXS and blah, 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 blah. And then I just decided to stay. Yeah. And that shut him up. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to talk about visas. You, <laughs> you were sick of the same fucking story. I yeah. get it. I hate and, that. And I didn't That's even, like talking about the weather. And I didn't like, even uh, care if he believed me or not, but it did kind of shut him up. He probably, he probably didn't. I'm sure he looked at you and he was like, no, I've actually seen her on TV. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's dumb. Yeah. Like the same discussion thing. That's like when you are in a <laughs> a country, well, a country where you can't speak their native language. So they spit their six English words at you. Right. 
And then, yeah, at the end of the gig or like it's three weeks later and you're like, yeah, New York is cool. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get, you're like, dude, we ha- we can have, we can't, I can't keep having the same yeah. discussion. I'm f- bored. Yeah. I'm sorry to be a snob. And I know it's nice and that's a conversation start. Like it's, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. if I wanted to not talk about my accent, I'd move home, wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. fine, but you know. And you guys can spot each other instantaneously. Yep. Mm. Even if someone just said, yep, I'd go, mm-hmm. You'd be like, uh. and, and you get, there's regional shit. Sort of. Not really. Not like here. Where are you from? Up north. Rochester. <laughs> no? Rochester. <laughs> yeah, sure. That one works. Syracuse. No. Yeah, that oh, area. Right, right, yeah, okay. yeah. It's the same shit up there. Right. It's like, a, there's a similar aesthetic and vibe. So, yeah. Yeah. Rochester works, yeah. <laughs> How do you say it? <laughs> Rochester. <laughs> Rochester. Uh, <laughs> Syracuse. Hmm. Syracuse. I was in the South. Rachel and I were down in the South, and we were – that accent it just comes to you easy, you know? Like, just have a beer, relax. Where were you? water. Down Savannah. Doing what? Just hanging out on the really? beach. Really? <laughs> hanging out on the beach. I do the same shit. Yeah, it's Savannah's shit. nice. Savannah is nice, right? Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's like poor man's Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> but why there? Like, do you know people there? Or, or Yeah. No, we. I know one dude there. This one dude, he lived in New York for a little while. Country dude. Andrew Michael Sovine. Do you know Sovine? Everybody would call him Sovine. I don't think so. And I did a podcast with him, actually, too. Really? In his house, in Savannah. And this is like the classic New Yorker shit. Maybe you experienced this <laughs> in Australia where I'm like, man, your house is huge. What do you do with all this? Like fucking you got a living room, a bedroom, a fucking kitchen, a studio, a guest room. He has a guest house. What? Yeah. A swimming pool? No pool, but a massive barbecue <sighs> station, and he had. A, he's like, yeah, we had an oyster bake yesterday. I was just like, wow, wow, fucking big living. He's like, but he's like a Nashville guitar player, so that's eight hours from Savannah. So he, <laughs> like, it was Thursday. He, he was like, yeah, I gotta wake up at like three a.m. and fucking drive to Nashville for a rehearsal. I was like, oh! for rehearsal. Oh, how often does he do that? I think almost pretty often. Why doesn't he just move there? Because it's because he owns a house in Savannah. I don't know his wife. I don't know. I don't know. His wow. And so did you stay with them? No, no, no. We stayed at the beach. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And what they're and probably paying two hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he said his mortgage was a third of his rent in Brooklyn. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know, dude. But Australia's know. even more expensive. So I don't know. Let's move to Savannah. I know that's like our company. Or now we now we're now we're getting off the goddamn track, <laughs> okay, Kelly. But sorry, you were like, yeah, you, you could do what you do in Kansas City. I was like, it's not New York, though, it's right? Not, could you exactly. are you live in Kansas City? Are you going to live in fucking exactly Perth? I, I wouldn't live anywhere in the United States except New York. No way. And people say to me, well, your website maybe says for, L.A. Dog. I know. Shh. <laughs> But people that say you should cool. you should move you know, to LA for uh, you know if, if you want to get the work and and I just go oh yeah maybe 
and I think about it, and then I just oh, I don't want to. Li- I just don't want to live there. You don't like LA like that? Not like I like New York. What's so good about LA? Um, the weather's better. Who cares? There's I'm from Australia. I don't care. Tours that take well, off from there. Yeah. There's a lot of studio. There's a lot of music yeah. work. There's yeah. music work. Yeah. Uh, but why don't you move there? I, dude, honestly, if I didn't marry my wife, I'd probably already be there, dog. Really? Yeah, she's like New York. She's a New Yorker. There's no... She's here. Right. Family's here. Right. Shaw and I, dude, we were like, all right, we're going to graduate college. We're moving to L.A. This is, you know, like... Did you guys go to college together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yes. Are your headphones okay? I don't know. They're messing What's with my on? hairstyle You're a little bit. <laughs> and what? And the, then you didn't. But come on. No, quality well, of New life. York. Isn't New York better? In February. This is such a bold statement. So you you just have the sun rays coming off of you from Australia. You're just like beaming <laughs> sunshine. You're like, isn't this great? There's like, you know, subway cars that smell like human fecal matter. Yeah. And there's... This is, I love it. I love it. I love being back. You're so excited. You know what I mean? You're like, look at this. Look at all these places and people. <laughs> yeah. And this dude, so Ozzy walks in your bar and you're like, Ozzy in excess, dude. Fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> what a I'm bitch. not talking about visas right now. Yeah. What a I'm bitch. I'm back in fucking New York. <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, so I'm driving. Here mm-hmm. and I'm listening, and I've told you this before, but I, I'm listening to the NXS shit <laughs> because I'm fucking putting your name in the Spotify. I'm like, where's the Kelly tracks, dude? Uh, Did you just clear all the Wolfgram sisters? Well, shit it was there? never licensed over here, so we just uh, had this is just US yeah. Spotify, yeah, exactly. I send things to my sisters all the time to listen to, and they say, oh, we can't get it here, so it's a little bit annoying, really. Yeah, it's that strict, huh? Yeah. Regions and shit, I guess. So, would you send a YouTube link? Is yeah. Is YouTube different? Uh, sometimes that doesn't work as well. Whoa. I know. So, mm. where do Australians listen to music? <laughs> it's a dumb. It's well, sorry. It's Apple so Music. Dumb. They listen to all the same things. Apple, but Apple just, Music. But it's just they get different stuff. There's a lot of, you know. Regional shit. Yeah. And here I've been listening to a lot of different stuff like. Um, Americana and country stuff that they would never get there. Yeah. They sort of get a lot of the pop stuff. I don't know. There's just some styles of music that are really American that Australians don't really understand anyway. So. And that is country. Yeah. Like Johnny Cash country? Oh, you're no, talking that, old no, country? No, classics, all like, that stuff. That's fine. But like this new oh, country. Like Luke and, O'Brien. Yeah. Brad Paisley, Kenny all Chesney. All that kind of stuff. Country. Yeah. And they've never even really heard of, like, Brandy Carlisle or anyone. Like, a lot of that stuff just doesn't make it over there. So, yeah, it's been interesting to be here and be introduced to a whole world of different things. Yeah. Different really American stuff. But isn't, isn't there, like, a, a radio station in Sydney that's, like, the fucking global tastemaker for the indie rock scene? Like oh, if, Triple J. Triple J, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, like, the... Like, if you get on that fucking station, yeah. your career is... In Australia, maybe. But, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> yeah. Triple I mean, we have G. our own version of Americana, like Australian kind of, you know, 
roots music and stuff. Waltzing Matilda. You know, you know who Australia's biggest band is that the rest of the world has never heard of. Biggest band in Australia. No, I, I no one knows them. Cold Chisel. No one has ever heard Cold of them. Cold Chisel. Chisel. <laughs> and you know every word to the songs. Of course, they're huge. But then a few bands like you know, Midnight Oil or ACDC or you know, Silverchair. Silverchair. Chet Faker. He's not. Nick Cave. A lot of these, you know. Nick Cave. Yeah. But there are so many huge Australian... Men at work. Yeah. But there are so many big Australian bands that never, ever went anywhere else. And they're the biggest bands there. It's funny. Is ACDC as fucking huge there? Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, they're they're juggernaut. Yeah. Old school pub rock. Yeah. Balls to the wall. Dog, so I'm listening to In Excess. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think 1992, the Summer Olympics were in Barcelona. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was an awakening for me. (laughs) And New Sensation was on a compilation CD. I don't know. All right. Suicide Blonde. What's the other one? Need. Need You Tonight. Need You Tonight. Mm -hmm. Never Tear Us Apart. All those ones. That's the ballad. Mm. That's like the famous ballad. Mm. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that music is so hot. I, I feel like when I was listening to it, I was like, this is, when I'm in this little goofy studio alone making tracks, that's what <laughs> the music I make sounds like. That is so influential in my life. Like, funky guitar funky with, pop. like, dance drums. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like what bands, that sound is, like, in vogue now. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's like back, it's cool yeah. now. Yep. You know, I got to sing lead on New Sensation on one particular tour. Like, I got to front in excess for four minutes. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so much fun. That must have been... What? What? What's, it's like some tragic story, though, right? The band, something... The guy is not... Michael Hutchins. Yeah, I think in 98, 7 or 8, yeah. The lead a singer. suicide, yeah. He killed himself. Yeah. and so Tragically. The, mm. Like depression or drugs or heroin. Yeah, or, I think. Like drugs and depression. I don't know. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what the, that's what the guys say. He was just not a happy man. And, but so the band still tours. Yeah, it's with, all the same guys except for him. With JD Fortune. He's the new singer. He was the guy that won the um, reality TV show that they had to find a new singer. Okay. I this know. Is, this is like the fucking um, Journey or... Right, it, there's right. There's another band that's like Queen. Yeah. Right. But didn't Journey get a, the guy that was in the um, cover band? They yes. got the Journey tribute band guy to be their singer or something? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So how did you get hooked up with these jabronis? Like, well, just because Australia's... The scene is kind of small and they were looking for someone and they asked a friend of mine who said oh get kelly and they said okay and then i did that like it's all recommendation and stuff it's just a small it was thing. that small it was just yeah. like oh get kelly and they went and they were like, okay all right kelly we're doing this tour <laughs> well it was one one gig in canberra and they our said our nation's capital our nation's fine small boring capital mm. and they said um Learn these songs, and this is the date. It's a one-off. And I was a bit like, ugh, fuck, I've got to learn all these songs for a one-off. Okay, fine. Yep, learn them, learn them. But you grow up with them. 
Like I was singing those songs in high school, so I yeah, sort of yeah. knew them anyway. And did the gig with a sound check. Like I didn't even get a rehearsal. And then they said, okay, great. Um, we're doing a North American tour. Do you want to do that? I went, yep. Yep, let's do that. Great. Wow. I know. And then I saw New York and moved here. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, wait. What? Wait. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then I saw, and then here we are right now. Wait, so did you, you did this, you did the gig. It was a one-off gig. Was I, it like a 45-minute set? It wasn't, we're not. No, it was like a 75-minute set or something. Oh, my God. And you are you were hired as like a background singer. Yeah. But you sang, you fronted New Sensation. Not at that time. They I had was this just singing other background. guy. And J.D. Fortune was JD doing Fortune, Fortune which is his real name, he says. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Toronto and he won the competition to be their new lead singer. Okay. And then um, they booked a three-month tour starting in Toronto, going all the way across Canada, all around the U.S. to do this thing because they had this album with him singing and blah, blah. So then I, they asked me if I wanted to do that. You and other people? And another girl from Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wolfgram? Not a wolf grum. Grum. Grim. Wolf grim. Like no, another, another beautiful Grim. <laughs> another beautiful singer from Sydney that I'd done some TV work with and stuff. A buddy. Yeah. And so we uh did that. Like and it was our first time doing a big tour like that in tour buses and the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer the bus tour or the van tour? Hmm. Big question, right? <laughs> Is it a question? No, because if you have the van tour, you get the hotel. We had both, dude. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh, oh dude! In excess is coming to town. Book the Ritz, motherfucker. <laughs> we could park the bus out front. Is that cool? We'll put it in the handicap spot. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> No, it wasn't Dang, all. Doug. No. Not, not name dropping is one thing, but like fucking. <laughs> See, you should have given me that second beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just some. <laughs> all right, sorry. So you had your own room on the tour. Mm-hmm. That's truly what makes or breaks a tour, though. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I know. Because it's like you're not always like up in people. You get like ten minutes to yourself yeah. to be like. <gasps> yeah. And like you said about Scotland, usually in that moment, you're like, I'm going to read this book or I'm going to work out or do yoga. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I always just do nothing. Yeah. Is that how you, is that, what do you do on tour? Get really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Pass out no <laughs> matter where like, you are. People don't call me anymore. I, I'm always like, I gotta get fucking wasted tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just so you can sleep. Just so you can sleep. In you're a like, room with four other guys. Like nine dudes. I'm like, I'm getting wasted. I can't handle this. <sighs> what do I do? I don't know. I, I Sometimes on the road, I find myself reading a lot. More than I read at home because you like the book can like kind of just shut you off a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. That, yeah. Yeah. I've, what do you read? Like nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Biographies or <laughs> I don't know. What do you read? What do you do on tour? Yeah. Same. Uh-huh. I like fiction. Because you know, it's fiction. Yep. What's your favorite book? Maybe some audio books. Maybe audio books. Because sometimes you just want to lie there and rest your eyes and just listen to something. Although sometimes your ears get tired. Yes. Sometimes you just want fucking silence, don't you? No, that's what I was going to say. Like, 
I'm getting into headphones, though. I was anti-headphone. But now I'm like, I got the Bluetooth. Like oh, Apple yeah? Ear pods. Have you fucks with those? No. Dude. Really? I don't know. Your hand's free and you can like... And you're not getting your cord fucking caught in your shit. You can <laughs> clean or practice yes. or like lay down. I don't know. Right. So, so I thought they were the geekiest thing and you see them everywhere. You see yeah. every asshole with like, they look like African jewelry. And How do like, they stay in? I don't really know. I don't mm. understand it, but they're work. Mm. What about in-ears? They help to block out some Do shit. you have some dope in-ears? I mean, you stay, you know, bus, van... <laughs> Tours. I have some. I don't you use must. them so much anymore. You, but you, John Batiste <laughs> and the Dab Kings. You must you, have no. Had they are all just monitors and stuff. They are old school. Just because it's like an interactive band, probably. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, especially with John. Like it was so difficult to get a set list out of him until the day of the show, and then he wouldn't even stick to it. But you know, what a perfect band to have to be able to follow you. I mean, the Dab Kings are just so used to doing that. It was awesome. But, yeah, you just, what are we doing? Wah-ha-ha. But the telepathy that goes on is kind of amazing, and you just figure many, it out. How many pieces were on stage? This is like a ten, it's like a huge band, right? Right, so John's it's up like front with his piano and his melodica. Rhythm section plus a horn section. His <laughs> melodica is leading the charge. Yeah. yeah. He's got his grand piano and his organ. Yeah. He's got all these, all different his kinds Colbert of Colbert-ass rig, yeah. And then um, the Dap Kings is drums, bass, percussion. Two guitars, three horns, three backing singers. That's a huge band. Yeah, to all direct on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. And he So the bass player, like, Gabe oh, Roth, uh, is amazing at directing yeah. everybody. So he's looking at John and he's directing us and like it was just a whole Ah, what are we doing? But it all came together somehow. Oh my god. Is it hot in here? It is hot. Are my if, cheeks really red? No, not really. If you push the bottom button. <laughs> you can cut this bit out too. No. Oh, but see, now it makes noise in the recording. No, it's it's a podcast. It's not. <laughs> it's fine. It's not a recording it's studio. Not like, it's, it's cool. We're cool. Is that all right? Yeah, let me know if you're okay with it. Okay. Here's the funny thing about being in this space, though, with that fan on. This is what I found. Mm. Is that I think all of my studio mates are just blazing chronic all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> and like one on the on the lease to uh-huh. come here, it was like, <clears throat> if you smoke weed, just you know turn the fan on because it's blah. So when I first came here, I'd always put the fan on, and then I would leave, and I'm like, is it what blowing it in here? Fuck? I don't I don't know. You wait. We're gonna smell like weed in a second, but it does turn the fan on. Okay, anyway, back to fucking... But it does turn the fan on. That was the dumbest thing I've ever said. Anyway, <laughs> Kelly, all right. In excess. Yeah. You did the whole... Did you do South America, too? Uh, I did like, a little bit. We did Argentina and Peru and maybe Chile. But we did Europe and the UK. Australia, of course. It was really great. Like, It's my well, favorite way to see the world. You get to travel, see the world play music at night and get paid. Like, it's just amazing. No, that's the best thing ever. The best. Uh, is the South American, like, fucking stadium concert scene as nutso as, like, I envision it? Yeah, we did this festival in um, Argentina that was really, yeah, crazy. But they know they knew all the stuff. Like, they were singing along and knew everything and 
Yeah, it was amazing. Like, and even in Peru, who knows who in excess are in Peru? It was great. Oh man, that's so cool. And then I mean, we went doing Brazil stadiums. Too? It was like festivals and sort of theaters, and you know, larger theaters and things. It's not like they were pub gigs or anything, but not Wembley, because I think that they they were over the hump of their yeah heyday. So they were just sort of cruising with their greatest hits. You know what I mean? Like. No, 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 I get it. Yeah. I have this vision of, like, concerts in South America, though. Like, I've seen, like, Rush right. in Rio or some Chili Peppers concert where, like, the crowd is just bananas the whole time. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't go to Brazil. I didn't go there with them. Oh, no, but in I know. Buenos Aires or yeah, yeah. Lima or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were pretty good. Big outdoor things, and people are just such music lovers. Like they're really yeah. It's like yeah, that's yeah. cool. I've never been there. Mm. And then Europe, Europe's cool. Europe's yep. always cool. Yep. Somewhere in the middle of the tour, we played at um, some dude's fortieth birthday party in the Swiss Alps. Like a king or a oh, exa- dignitary? Oh, I don't. Or no, just some rich businessman. Rich dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know that was just sort of like I guess a money maker in the middle of a tour or something. And you got helicoptered in. and Ah, oh, I wish. I can't believe I've never been on a helicopter or a private jet. Both my sisters have, bitches. <laughs> and they're just singing with people in Australia. Why haven't I been in a helicopter or a private jet? Have you? I don't, I have no. Private jet, nope. No. <sighs> Fuck. We know so many people that have done that. Why I haven't know. we? <laughs> That's not heat, right? Um, it's nothing. Okay, <laughs> it's just a sound. Just I know, it is heat. Uh, all right, yeah, because I was like, no, I'm hot. Uh, yeah, well, but should there be... You can that... hit that one. That's the light, just for a little effect. Kelly's going to... Woo! Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Try that one. Turn the bottom one off and... Sick, yeah. Oh, yeah. this... All right. No, that's off. Ooh. Mm. All right, well... Maybe check that one out. Anyway, all right. Okay. No, I've, sorry, never done, I've never done a private jet thing. I know. Uh, um, Do you reckon it'd be awkward? Being on a private jet? Yeah. Like if you just It'd be of... awkward how I would pound all of the free <laughs> champagne before takeoff. They'd be like, dude, dude, there's other and I'm like I it, what? I thought this is part of the deal. Like What? We haven't taken off yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. No, it wasn't that rock starry. But it was alright, you know. What? There's No, dude, you're right. I fuck. There's always a new goal, you know what I mean? Right. So private jet's a good one. I feel like you can yeah. make that happen. It's yeah. gonna be harder for me. I don't know. Man. I'm gonna have you got yeah, it's just the right gig and the right people and they're like All right, Exactly. We're gonna fly you in. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, how? Could it be private? Yeah. Cause I'm, you know, I don't have much time. So it's gonna have to be a private jet. Who did your sisters get to fly private with? Who are they working with now? One of them's in some that band. The that Avalanches. Uh, my youngest sister Eliza's been singing with the Avalanches, so they did a big tour over here recently. Um, 
they both sing with this Australian artist called Dan Sultan. Really great artist there. Like, they work with a lot of people there. Really do good. kind of the same thing you do? Yeah. The keys or just singing? No, or? just singing. Are they both key players like you? No. Just you? Just me. Are you the oldest? Yep. And it's... Oldest, best, bossiest. <laughs> <laughs> but my middle sister, Tale, sings with Guy Pierce. He's <laughs> had a music project happening, so they do different things. Both based in Sydney? Melbourne. All but, in Melbourne, though. Yeah. But they, you know, separately, jointly and severally, we all work jointly and severally. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. So it was really good. We got to sing together in Melbourne when I was there. We were Did you do like a... a- Proper show? Uh, no, but we did a recording Wolf session for Grim. a <laughs> Graham. Graham. Wolf Graham. Wait, w- you see a lot of people say Wolf Graham. Wolf Graham. I've been saying Wolf Graham. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were no. correcting me, and I was like, "It's Wolf Grim." No. A M M. Wolf Graham. All right, Wolf Graham. Yeah. Did you do a proper Melbourne? The sisters are back. Not this time. Because it's uh, sort of a quiet time of year, I guess. But we did Summer, a yeah. we did a recording session for a radio station. They're recording a theme song, and that was so much fun. I love singing with them so much. Yeah, you know, just instant sort of blend, and you know, we all just know how to sing together. Dude, sibling harmony. There's yeah. nothing better. It was great. You know, we we're just standing around the same mic, and we just got to do it really sort of organically. And I mean, we give each other the shit as well. Excuse Is that me? an Australian thing? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, um... We give each other the shits. Uh, we get on each other's nerves. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But, you know, no, but they're great. I'm sure you do. I mean, that's just family, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that in uh, your Australian dialect means <laughs> instead of actual bodily problems. No, exactly. It's more of an emotional thing. Mm. But it's good. They're great. I miss singing with them every day. And uh, so the three of us used to sing with Sharon Jones, and that was one of the best experiences of oh, my shit. life as well. Yeah. So whenever On- she came to Australia, we, the three of us would sing with her. So much fun. What? So that's how we kept, I kept the relationship going, you know, when yeah, I was here. Yeah. because, And they would just... Um, Asked me to do other things because I was here, so it's great. Uh, dude, we didn't finish in excess though. Oh, shit, that's sorry. your story about why your great story of why you came to New York. You did one gig, well, maybe many gigs before, but specifically one gig with in excess at the beacon in New York at the beacon, mm-hmm. and that's when you like fell head over heels for this pretty much fucking dump. You're yeah. like. I know. We were here for two days, and I ran around with Ashley, the other backing singer, and the show was on the second day, and by the time we got there, we were exhausted and hungover and <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Shit. It, was, it only took two days. I thought, I think I need to move here. Finished up the tour. I think it finished in Atlanta, and then I just came back for a holiday because I had some friends here, knew some people, just came back for a few more weeks and hung out and just, Yeah. That was it. You Went home, broke up with my boyfriend, sold my car, moved back. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that story. Dude, the way you tell that story too, it was just like <laughs> the dude was making coffee or something and couldn't 
coffee was on. He didn't want to pick you up for the airport. You were like, that's it, motherfucker. <laughs> I that's told the, you that story. Yeah, you told me that story. And I don't mean to blow up your spot. You do not have to tell that story. Oh, but that no, is an amazing fine. story because you were just like, and that's that. Well, I didn't need, I didn't need much more of a reason to move back. And then I just got back and it was like, really? You can't pick me up from the airport? Okay, bye. Dude. <laughs> no one's going to know what we're talking about here. <laughs> that was pretty clear. That was pretty clear. You came home, motherfucker, pick me up. No, coffee's on. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm moving to New York. That's like I've been gone for three months. He didn't even pick me up. I lived 20 minutes from the airport. Mm. And he had my car. Come on, dude. No, Kelly, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I agree with you, but I just like that part to the story. You know what I mean? Right. So, and then what is it? Like three months later, you're just hustling in Brooklyn? Yeah. And it's hard. Dude. It's really fucking hard. It must be. And I wasn't even coming in at entry level necessarily. Like a little bit, but I knew a few people and it's still hard. Crazy yeah. hard city. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you knew the Dap Kings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. But yeah, you, people. You one person can't do it. It's like a whole yeah. network of yeah the world. Rick Springfield can't do it. Yeah, where the fuck is Rick? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, I'm here. Remember me? <laughs> yeah. Come on, sing all those harmonies on Jesse's girl perfectly. Anyway. Perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and don't man. forget my Sharona. That was a highlight too. All right, like the singing nap. my Sharona with that guy. That was fun in Australia. Yeah, yeah. All in Australia when they yeah on that same tour. Oh, that's the same cast. Yeah. Like so, the Nat Katarina. Yeah, Katrina? Katrina walking on sunshine. That's the one that's even weirder for me. Dude. That's mm. like what that you. Walking on Sunshine? Yeah. Well, I like it. I still kind of like actually feel that song. Like this song oh, kind of yeah. psychs me up. Yeah. You haven't played it too much yet. Well, I get it's it's still like a popping guitar riff. I don't know. I, right. You get that whole bit in the middle. Yeah. It's like still cool to me. I'm like, this is still cool. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, I can imagine to you now that you're just like, fuck this fucking song. Uh Sort of, but I still like that, you know, I've sung it with her and stuff. You know, yeah. I still... Is she cool? Yeah. No. I mean, she kept well, to herself no. mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, she kept to herself mostly. We didn't really get to know her that well. But the guy from The Knack, mm-hmm. Doug Figer, we'd be on the... Um, oh, so fun. He was such a lovely guy. We'd be on the tour bus and he'd lean over to me and my sisters and he'd say... Have you read this latest Harry Potter book? We go, no, I'm up to book four or whatever. And he said, there you go, I just finished it. Read that. Like we actually shared books and chatted and hung out and had a really nice time with him. Wow. Really lovely guy. That's an amazing story. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the dorkiest thing you've said this whole time, but that's adorable. <laughs> it was adorable. That, did you read all of the Harry Potters? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Doug Fargett discussed Harry Potter on a tour bus. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's what you do on tour. You were just waiting. You, that was a long con to get me to I'm talk about Harry Potter. I'm not a party girl. No? Not a party girl at all. I read Harry Potter on tour buses. And talk about it with the dude from the <laughs> knack. That's the best story I've gotten all night. That's it. 
We shut this down. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> oh! You're only at four? Well, here's book five, babe. Who <laughs> <laughs> kind of was like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, in a dad way. He was just a lovely kind of a dad guy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and you've read every Harry Potter? Yep. What are you reading right now, then? Do you... Um... When you take all these cross-country, cross-global flights, it's not even cross-continental. It's like cross-ocean, country, another ocean. (laughs) What do you do? Sleep? Do you just take drugs? Do you just pound You know, I did coming from Australia because that is a long-ass flight, like 14 hours to LA, like I did then. Yeah, I take Valium to fly. You've seen me fly. I'm a mess. Yeah. (laughs) Have I? Colorado. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what about oh when the flight God. got delayed and we ha- had to hang out at the airport in Denver for hours and hours and hours? You demonstrated that you're way more badass than me in that time. Oh, because I don't know about we got that. on the plane and then Jeff's like, you need to shut the fuck up. And then Kenny was like, Paul, you need to calm down. Hang on, wait. Jeff's told you to shut the fuck up? Yeah, because he, he was like, you're going to, you're, they're not going to serve us because of how you're acting. <laughs> <laughs> That's was his fear. He's like, dude, if you keep acting like that, we're not going to get served. No way. To, Thinking to ahead, those of you Jeff. listen, yeah, Thinking Jeff, ahead. no, he's got a spidey sense. To, <laughs> anytime I've been to Colorado, it's, it's like, that's party city for me. Yeah. You're at altitude. Weed is legal. There's dope beers around. It's just a very party-friendly culture. Yeah. We were in ridiculous costumes at a ridiculous corporate party. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. And I'm smoking weed. I'm eating weed. (laughs) We're fucking drinking beers in the van on the way to the airport. Yeah. Then we're in the airport and we were delayed. And I was fucking... You guys got... I don't know if you had the martini. Jeff got the goddamn martinis, and I'm drinking martinis. You might as well just rolled me up in, like, a carpet and carried me on. Put me in the luggage, dude. Yeah. So, anyway, (laughs) I'm not good at... I take Valium to fly. When you fucking come from Australia, did you pound the Uh, Klonopin? No. Or what? The what? Klonopin. Some benzo, like Klonopin or Xanax or Valium. No, I'm a bit sensitive to that. I just, you know... I can take an Advil PM and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I can take an Advil PM and um, drink a few red wines while I'm watching Mamma Mia 2 and sleep. Ah, you and know? that's it? Like, eight hours later, you're like, all right, I only have six more hours. Oh, it's kind of fucked. It's fucked. <laughs> it's kind of shit. You, did you hang out in LA on the way back for a little bit? Nah. You... That would be the fucked up part, dude. And then you got to get right on another yeah. six-hour flight. Yeah, that flight is almost longer. You know, you go 14, fine, I'm just going to make myself at home. Yeah. Then you get to LA, you have to do immigration and all that shit. And even with a green card and everything, it's just still a fucking pain in the ass. It's horrible. And they ask you all these questions and shit, and then you still have to do six hours. I know. No, that's that's horrible. It's all right. We gotta make enough money that we can fly business class. That's what we need to do. Yeah, private jet. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Fucking economy class from Melbourne. We're gonna have a private jet to Australia. (laughs) What's going on with your own songwriting? What's next? Well, 
how many like what do you have just like a stockpile of songs kind of um wrote a bunch of stuff with uh, my sisters in australia a while ago <sighs> and that's a whole other story it's a you know we uh, we had um we had a lot of trouble kind of finding our own voice in australia because the very small narrow-minded at the time labels there which sort of wanted us to either be destiny's child or Ooh. sing backing vocals for other people yeah. which we did really well which is why we ended up singing for you everybody because we're ready made section you know yeah. and that was great i don't you know i don't have any bad feelings about that whatsoever it was the best time but uh, it was just sort of hard to get ahead as an original as our own thing mm-hmm. um and then we just thought, oh, let's take a break. It's hard to be in a band with a family. Oh, my God, I can. You know, we did 10 years or something. We thought, okay, let's take a break. And so we've all been doing our own things a little bit. And I wrote a bunch of songs last year since I moved here and the year before. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's been quite an experience. And I feel like I've had a lot to write about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're any good or not, but it just feels good to write them and get them out, doesn't it? Yes. So uh, without any producer or anything, I just kind of sit at my piano and write some songs and they kind of come out in a kind of a, I don't know, country kind of a way, I guess. I don't know, I'm just trying to write good songs. So we'll see. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with them yet. Do you play them or do you record them? I don't know. What do you think? But you probably have to, do you have to play them for a while to figure out if they're any good or not? Or do you just get into the studio and record them and release them? Wow, uh, that's a big, that's good. What do you think? There's a lot. All right. Well, the kid who brought the penny whistle and played My Heart yeah. Will Go On and like, I was explaining to him today, because he's, he's very mathematical, and I was like, dude, stop thinking about all this shit. Like, writing music is the party. Just fucking party. You're partying. You're having a party of one. Have the most fun possible. And it feels so good, right? Like, I like the way you just said that, right? You, like, write a tune. Yeah. You have no idea what it's going to be. Even if you go in with a thing, you're like, I'm going to write this thing. And then it ends up being some other yeah. thing. But it, you do feel good when the birthing or the kind of creative thing is yeah. done, right? And, and finishing it. And you go, well, it might suck, but there's well. first chorus, first chorus, bridge, <laughs> chorus. Great. I've got a song. There you go. And it feels uh, good just to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well. Oh, that's funny. Oh, so you're trying to turn this around on me, but what do you do? I don't know, man. I think you got to do something, though. I think, like, the answer is both. Can you do both? Why not do both? Can you chord them and play them? But then what? I've got to get a band together and pay them (laughs) 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 and do shows and... And rehearse. I know, it's like a whole thing, right? It's a whole thing. And as a hired gun, I know what it's like to be called upon to do that. And who do you ask who's going to be willing to do that with you? And I don't know, it's... I haven't done it yet in New York. I don't, don't quite know how to go about it. Would you just get in a studio and just put them down however the fuck you think they should be? 
what, I've got to get a fucking band together and get, go to Brockwood and, you know, every, everyone does it and that's fine. It just, I've watched them all do it. It just seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And where does that actually lead, right? Yeah. Right. Or is there a, a different way of doing it? You just record them and then you put them on Spotify or you hire a marketing person or you get a, I, I, I don't know. I don't really know the way to do it now. Do you just do it all, like, solo piano and voice? Yes, they exist as voice memos on my phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not just release them like that? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, why Why does it have to be this whole fucking rigmarole, you know what I mean? Like, Right. Well, when I was touring with The Weeknd, the interesting thing was that it was before he even got his huge deal, and he released everything for free online, and... I'd never even heard of him. But yeah. this tour manager that I knew said, if you're going to move to New York, I might have a tour for you. It's this Canadian guy. And um, they're putting a band together for him. He produces everything himself, but now he needs a band because he's going out on the road. I was like, cool. He goes, I don't know, his name's The Weeknd. Learn this shit. And no one in the band knew each other because they were just putting it together for him. And we all got together in Toronto and we learned all the songs and just kind of did it and he wasn't used to working with a band and oh, no yeah, one yeah. was but we would go to like um birmingham england and shop to soundcheck at four in the afternoon there were people lined up around the block mm. at soundcheck just waiting to get in the show it wasn't until nine or something like it was crazy the kind of hype that he generated just from his online presence and what was his online presence when you say that like instagram or Facebook or some um, fucking I think it was just kind of YouTube channel where yeah. he would do videos and do covers of fucking whatever or Yeah. I think it was just all that stuff and like he had this whole EXO thing going on, a whole uh, logo and all these things and he he really sees things called mixtapes. Mm-hmm. So like little EPs, but they were all free. But he just generated this whole thing. Like this is even before the fifty shades of grey shit. Like even before his big hits. But it was crazy. We went all over the world with screaming, adoring teenage fans everywhere. And he gave his music away and managed to do... And I don't know, look at him now. Was he making his money on merch or just the tickets at the door? I think, I think. a lot of it, Or both. is he selling... Both. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. But he must have had some kind of financial backing as well because it's expensive must. to the tour way, like the that. The way you're saying, yeah. there's money behind this. It yeah. was tour buses and full production and all this shit and he wasn't even... A, signed artists so but he must have been getting paid a lot I think I don't I don't actually really know yeah, yeah, yeah. but there is that's that's when I realized there are so many different ways of doing it yeah he there's didn't no even have a label behind right him yeah and now he's huge ginormous ginormous I mean cut he could, the he band could... just cut everyone out and stuck to his three guys his two guys from Toronto that he had from the start and a, another bass player like yeah. Was that like a three-month tour? Um, or like... It was like a couple of tours over um, maybe six months in Europe and the UK and the US again. Because sometimes... Like, was it cool? Yeah, it was, it was really sometimes, fun. like, the hip-hop thing, like, translating to the live, you're like, oh, my God, this is lame. Like, this is... Well, because the band was awesome. Yeah. Like, it was all... It was track and it was band. And the band they put together was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, it was really good. Like, he must have had money to spare because the kinds of people that he was employing. And video shit 
and full crew and tour buses and everything. This is like his first tour. Yeah, yeah. his first tour. Oh, and it was almost like if you believe it and act like it, it'll happen. And yeah. that's what he that's what he did. And then he realised, I don't need backing singers. I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't need that. I'm gonna, I need just to figure this shit out. Well, he'll be back. Yeah, I know. Good for him. This... Well, that's a fucking cool story. Mm. That was your first tour when you came to New York. Yeah. Yeah. And he was not. What is? What, what was the first? I can't feel my face when I'm with you. It was before that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where you rehearsed, we did a gig in Asbury Park, and you were like, "Oh, fucking, what's? It? I've been there." Oh yeah. That weird. <laughs> Yeah, we rehearsed at that theater there. Yeah, the theater in Asbury Park, which is all that is, is like a space for huge tourists to rehearse now. Yeah, right. They don't actually play. No one does gigs in there. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Mm. Uh, Well, Kelly, I fucking, I don't know what the answer is to that. And what's funny about this story is I just had a flashback when I was like, when I got one of my first like paying original gigs where I would show up and play some assholes tunes. Hired gun <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Because it was like... Uh, where was it? It was in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music was it? Uh, fucking white boy guitar shit. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to say thank you fucking f- so much for doing this because I've had a string of white boy guitar players. So much so where my wife is like, thank God Kelly's going to do it because I'm fucking sick of listening <laughs> to these white dude guitar players. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, anyway... <laughs> <clears throat> fuck was i gonna say oh uh, this motherfucker who played keys in the band he was the md he's he did like a mayor tour and a fucking he does every he's he does he's a fancy keyboard player like do you see all i did was wave my hands around like a child and kelly understood what i was yeah. saying but like yeah he's a fancy, fancy. F- yeah. fucking fancy dude like he gets very fancy gigs and I remember being a kid and being like, dude, why don't you do your own music? And then he just said this same veteran-ass shit where you, you just were like, ah. Oh. I the guys I would want to play, it would be... And then you'd rehearse. and So... Oh, but that sounds so bitter and jaded, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you are Kelly you jaded as fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you should just fucking do it, though. I don't know. It just yeah, sounds... no, this is good. I get but to have, have you to be... on recording making you fucking say that you're going to do this. We can hold you to it now. But you got to be smart about it. You can't just... Oh, I don't know. I just don't know. What do you mean you got to be smart about it? You just got to do it, right? I guess. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't know what that means. Yeah. And that... Is a yeah, it's a moving target. I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to. Yeah. For me personally, right, like what you just talked about. How how I like fucking getting a band together, and jamming in the studio and making the song because I'm sitting in here alone. It's fucking lame, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for yeah. me personally, I was like, I need some dumb drummer busting my balls and telling me like, yo, this, that bridge is stupid, dude. You should like. That's part you of like it that. for me. Yes, because some like people that. like to just have it full autonomy. Yes, you know. They, but yeah, I like having the input of other people as well. Yeah, I, I just come from that space. Yeah. Like I get that probably it's probably smarter, cheaper, more successful to be like a super genius like that. Mm. But I don't mm. know. I think fucking you do what you, yeah. you feel. 
but you've been writing all these tunes. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I just play them for my cat in my apartment. Pretty and much. <laughs> Some of them are about my cat. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think you should record them. Yeah. Play them live. Yeah, playing live in New York is like a fucking crapshoot, right? Like, like he, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. And what about the sisters? It's so you such guys, a big pond. You know, it's easy to get lost in this big pond. But that's what we moved here for, so, you yes, know. Yes, it's true. Yeah, the challenge, the challenge of the it's big pond. It's definitely a challenge. Yeah. It's definitely a challenge, but it's it's fun at the same time. If it's not fun, it's not worth doing. That's always my thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you're like, this has got to be fun, or... yeah. Dude, we've done enough gigs together where you've made it fun. You have. To otherwise, have fun. we're just gonna stab ourselves in the ear. You're gonna, you're gonna. It's gonna get dark yeah. really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you look at those dudes. You're like, why are you doing this? Go be a lawyer. Go be a businessman. Yeah. You know, like, who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah. You could go make money. Yeah. Make it fun. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's but no, be fun. I really believe in that. Recently, I had to drive to the fucking Bronx from Park Slope for some shit. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, I've got to make this fun. So I got my little traveler of beer, hope no one's listening, put it in my little drink holder, <laughs> yeah. and drove to the Bronx, pumped some sick beats. You have to make everything fun. I'm sure no you're having the time is. of your life. Yeah. Have to. That is the key. The traveler. The traveler, <laughs> it's one beer in a cup. Yeah. My a sax player friend told me that. He's like, you put it, you don't, you, you put the can in a cup, and then you don't have a container. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And it's what, what? It's a Corona. It's what five percent. It's nothing. It's special water. It's special water. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's okay. One beer is okay. It's yeah. where you get like you've had ten, and then you take another one. That might be okay, where you're that's like stretching it, or you're like, all right, all right. <laughs> but make shit fun. Cheers. Cheers, P. Maddie. Thank you for agreeing to come hang out on my goofy little podcast, which to me is just fun. It's just like it feels like productive fun. Yeah. People get to hear the Kelly Wolf <gasps> How was your gig the other night? I'm sorry I didn't make it. My left tit? What? Is this your band? Whose band is this? Oh, so many points, Kelly. Um, <laughs> she's like, Do you not want to talk about this right now? Yes, let's talk about it. Because Rebecca Havland texted me and said, Kelly and I are going to hang out in Astoria on Friday. Right. I said, well, that's cool. I'm playing this gig. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, she's like, she texted me, Rebecca, I hope you're listening this far. <laughs> she's like, well, give Kelly some encouragement. I was like, nah, fuck it. I'll just tag her online and make it more public to like peer pressure. pressure. You. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Kelly's back. Maybe someone will see you and be like, fucking Kelly's hanging out. <laughs> I'll go see Kelly. <laughs> like, why are they going to come see my stupid fucking show? I've been doing the same dumb show for like 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, well, fuck, Kelly's back, so maybe they'll want to see Kelly. <laughs> Fucking Rebecca and Kelly not performing. You guys will just be hanging. They can actually socialize with you. Right. That's my new marketing ploy. Right. <laughs> Invite people that other people want to hang with. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, right, you want to see your friends. Right. Or it's all of our fucking friends are musicians. Right. And if you go see your friend's show, you're not going to talk to them because... Because they're doing that. They're already right? doing their thing, and then they got, like, some fucking dude who they got to go talk to, and you're like... Exactly. Good, good, good to see you, bro. See, see you on the next. See you around, right? 
So it's more like who else is going to that show? Who else is going? Exactly. That's mm. super fucking New York, right? So I'm like, whoa, Kelly and Rebecca are going to be there. I My know. left hit is. <laughs> Promise me you'll go next time they're playing. Yeah. Do you know that band, The Shags? No. They're like a band from the 60s where the f- they couldn't play music, but the father bought them these instruments and locked them in this room and made them learn music and what? wrote Who? all where? the songs. Where? Where? Where are they from? Somewhere in the Midwest or some shit. Like okay. Detroit. Or- locked them in a room. Your pick is under your it chair. It doesn't matter. But- <laughs> all right, I'm going to grab it anyway. <laughs> Dropped a guitar pick. It's um, the Shags. They, they weren't trained. But the father wanted to create the Beatles. The music is super fucking weird. But they have, like, some hardcore fans. So I try to relate my left to that because they were, like, they're not trained musicians. Right. But they said, we're going to start a fucking band. It's, like, these cute lesbian babes from a liberal arts college. And they get on stage and, like, the best song I can share with you right now, and it's their sticker. It says, what's your pref? In or out. And then so one girl sings, the anus is an in-hole, in-hole, in-hole. And then the other chick sings, the anus is an out-hole, out-hole. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's like shockingly X-rated fucking lyrics to people who can't really play their instruments. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but somehow they're like, their spirit yeah. carries it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yep. And they all have ridiculous names. Pussy face, titty titty bang bang. Queef Latina. <laughs> titty Titty Bang Bang. Dude, this... She plays every instrument. They switch instruments. She is not a guitar player, dude, but she's my favorite soloist. Like, mm-hmm. she fucking channels Jimi Hendrix, dude. Really? Jimi Hendrix in spirit. Dude, I, she's just like, uh, find something, and she's just like... And it, it's... it's a, wow. I'm shaking my head around the screen. And you're just like, I don't know, she's feeling it so hard. Wow. Okay. Just act- I don't know. So it's like goofy. Right. Great. Mm-hmm. So my goofy ass band, we opened for them as like the pre-teen, like PG-13. And then mm-hmm. they come out and they're just fucking post-college, like adults, like slamming us. Wow. They, s- they slam us. No way. You're well, pretty slamming. N- lyrically, they... We're like a shade of, like, pastel pink, and they're just fucking mean. (laughs) Cover us up, but black. Oh, my God. I would never have thought of you as being pastel pink. Against them. They must be some badass bitches. They're badass. You would fucking... Just, you you would be like, what the fuck? As a musician, sometimes there's the thing where you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But if you can, like, just accept it as a... Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 as a as an experience, as an, an energy. Experience, an energy, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, don't sit there scratching your chin about what scales they're. Yeah. <laughs> yes, none of that. <laughs> it's none mm. of that shit. You know mm. what I mean? It's its own energy. So amazing. Okay, well, next time. Sorry, bro. It's all good. It's New York. What were you doing? Fucking driving to the Bronx, drinking beer, <laughs> pumping sick beats. Maybe. <laughs> I'm like, no, Kelly, tell me what are you doing Friday night? You're on my fucking show. No. <laughs> oh, I double booked myself. I don't want to do this other thing. Anyway, I'm glad it was a good show. 
It's all good. Yeah. See, when you do your show, I'll be like, I'll be there. I'll fucking be there. <laughs> That's everybody in New York. Hey, I know. can you come? Dude, be there. I'll be there. I know, but they might come to one, and then you do another one, and they, like, you know what I mean? It's so hard to it's true. You maintain. To... You, you can only rent a crowd for one gig. And then the second gig, everyone's like, oh, well, I went to the the first one, so that's fine. You know? You can't rely on your friends. That's what I'm saying. I already did that in my 20s. So now what do I do? You've got to rely then, on other right. sources. Then I think your gut was right. Like, just release it online. I think that makes sense to me. But then who's going to listen to it? <sighs> you don't know until you put it out there, right? I guess so. Dude, I did this podcast just... Just because someone was like, hey, maybe you should do this. You could be, you might be good at this. You should do this. Literally, one person just being like, no one's really, you should do this. And then I was like, and then fucking people listen to it Mm. more than they listen to my music. So (laughs) (laughs) that's the fucking sad part where I was just like, awesome. "Ah, All right, I guess. I mean, you are probably one of the best front people I've ever worked with. That's... I mean, I know that a lot of them are bullshit gigs, but you are one of the best front people ever. Uh, Gotta say. Yep. Yep. That's pretty nice of you to say, Kelly. Your, I don't, your I, stick I don't you. and your energy and all your stuff is the your best. Stick. Yes. stick. I get by on stick and energy. <laughs> I always thought my whole career is based on enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, everybody! <laughs> Let's have fun! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. Whatever, dude. You're the best. You're always having fun. You're always fucking working the crowd, dude. Like, nonstop. I don't know. You're the one that said that it's time to cut the holla! <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me and letting me talk shit for a couple of hours. <laughs> dude, this is the best one. This is it. Kelly Wolfgren. Paul Madison, I love your guts. I love you too. Thank Woo! you, Kelly. Yo, y'all, thank you so much for checking out Secret Famous. Kelly's hilarious. We love her. Everybody loves her. She's just a beacon of love. We love Kelly. Kelly's the bomb. Diggity.com. I have a Patreon. That's my thing. This month, I'm going to work on that. If you've made it this far, you're a really fucking fan. You're a really fucking fan. Anyway, thank you to you guys for listening. Subscribe. Rate it. Write a review. You can do it under your fake name. No one gives a shit. Just... Fucking do it! All right. Have a fucking kick-ass time. We got Andrew Sovine's podcast coming up next. Oh, and the new hot one is going to be Manish Gosalia. We were just hanging out in this room, and I was like, Manish, can we just put the mics on right now and do the podcast right now? And then I got fucking blasted, and then like I was like, how did I get so drunk? And Manish is so sober, and then I listened back to it, and I was like, he sounds so good. And I'm just like, rowdy, hollering at silly shit. But Jetter gave me a bunch of wine beforehand. Anyway, holla!